This podcast is brought to you by Tui Tui Studios at Tui Tui Studios on Instagram. Tui Tui Studios is an endeavor to fuse the heritage of Indian textiles and craftsmanship with modern sensibilities to create a fashion brand that's not only chic and comfortable but also aware and sustainable. Hi everyone, it's Tara. Hi, I'm Michelle. So welcome back to Books and Beyond with Bound Season 2, which as you know is our quarantine edition. And on this episode, we spoke to, I can't believe it, Tahira Kashyap Khurana. And she wrote the book 12 Commandments for Women. And we wanted to know how she found the courage to be so honest and so funny in it. Yeah, yeah, Michelle, really. So, you know, we read the book and we found out so much about her. We found out about, you know, what it was like being an only child. And then how she went through puberty and all the challenges that come with that. And then she even spoke about her first kiss, her first time, her relationship with Ayushman. And how she dealt with, you know... um him romancing all of these film stars online and her reaction to all these other you know actresses and then how she came to terms with that and much more like you know how she dealt with cancer having kids and and first and foremost she is a writer yeah tara and what i loved the most about the conversation is you know how she began as a writer so she was an only child she used to just sit in her room write in her secret diary it really took me back to my childhood and i think most writers begin that way you know they start writing in their journal they are introverts very shy people so i really liked how she had this origin story that really struck a chord with me Yeah, Tahira the origin story that's what we find out on this episode and much more how she made this book so hilarious and the courage that she had because she was so honest throughout the book I know when you and I were reading it we were like what is her family going to say to all of these really um candid moments yeah and we know how candid and especially that detail when her mother in law gifted her a thong i almost fell off my chair laughing so <laughs> different from what you think mother in laws are supposed to be like seriously such a cool mother in law and but yes we figure that her family is really cool and you know we wish all writers get such supportive families i hope that you know this episode will give many girls the courage to write what they think is true and just be themselves so tune in so welcome tahira to books and beyond with bound thank you thank you so much so good to welcome, speak with you welcome tahira and hi michelle hi tara hi so tahira we love reading books written by females and we love women centric books so this was right up our alley um and so you know you say that this book is for women so our first question is who are the women that you're trying to address is it me is it michelle is it our moms is it our grandmothers it's uh, it's everyone i guess but um, you know it's just not for women it should be a mandate for men to also sort of read it uh, it gives you an insight of how women feel as opposed to probably what a stereotype is created out of all of us i think the world thinks that all of us fit into one mold and so michelle and tahira and tara think alike act alike react in the same similar fashion but uh my intention is to tell the world that we all are uh, unique pieces honestly speaking with our own interesting anecdotes and stories and uh we can be funny and interesting too so i think this book is more about that so i really wish everybody can get their hands on my book and uh, read it <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, we couldn't agree uh, more. We we thought that the book was very inclusive because you have spoken about various stages of your life. So even if somebody who's in school would like to read it, they would they would really relate uh, to your you know uh, to the phase when you were dealing with puberty. Or if somebody who reads about another phase, they would uh, you know relate with that. But also, um, Tahira, what what we really uh, found very inspiring is that you know you're a public figure and you've actually revealed so many private details in your book. So many, and now yeah. I'm. People say, "Are you enjoying this?" I was like, "No, I'm like now thinking twice, like whether I should have written all of what I've written." <laughs> like I'm thinking two two times about it, and it's a source of worry for me. Actually, honestly speaking, um, yeah, that was exactly our question. Like, 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 yeah, like what was going through your mind when you were writing it, and now knowing that you know the whole of India knows about it. I was in a crazy space, and that's perpetually. Actually, I'm in that space only. Uh, the people that who are not happy with all of this is perhaps my family, because each time I write, I'm excited. People are excited, but my family—it's like they have their hearts in their mouth. Ab kya lik diya, sladki ne? Ab kya lik diya? Now, what has she revealed about us? They, they don't entertain my writing as much as I would like them to do. So, I think I have lately become uh, very vocal about my emotions. and my expressions and uh, and i'm glad i'm this way now because i know how it was being on the other side of the spectrum when i was in my 20s i didn't i had a voice but i could just never speak i could never express uh, too many complexes and not there not any right now as for as long as we live we're going to have something or the other to deal with but as of now i'm really happy with the voice that i have found and i really wish every woman can find that voice and uh, people shouldn't think that a woman who has a voice or expresses her opinion is a rebel i mean so this is just you know which is one of my chapters too i completely agree with michelle because i also resonated with the book at so many different levels you know so when you speak about puberty and not getting your period uh, the whole thing about being a late bloomer all of those anecdotes uh, they were so relatable i think to all of us uh but i also wanted to ask and we wanted to know you know you've been a writer you've published um two other books um you know you've worked with your husband on a book as well did you uh, we know you trained in theater but did you take any sort of training for writing or how did you develop your craft honestly speaking no i haven't taken any course or um any training as such but i think life has really trained me um and i'm still getting i'm still learning a whole new deal about writing you know um but um for me actually i i am very I, i like to be very honest to my craft whatever is whatever it is whether it's writing or filmmaking and i think that honesty is somewhere it finds its way from my heart to people's hearts uh, or so i would like to believe and of course when it's uh, when it's well crafted and well written it resonates at an even better level So um I hope I have written decent enough for it to resonate but of course uh, life is a is is a journey where we keep evolving so I do intend to become better and better with each passing day and moment and year yeah and I have been writing honestly speaking uh, it goes back to so I have, I'm a single kid both my parents have always been working in the middle class that I belong to and so um you know when i was a kid we didn't have social media we did not have you know television like uh, you know uh, and then we didn't have uh, mobiles or or internet and so i had my room and the walls of the room and so i would pass my time from morning till evening by painting my walls and then writing something in my secret diary and this became a part of my life for most part of my life 
so um i found my uh, found my expression like i could i could talk to someone i thought i'm talking to someone and in turn i was just um reliving all the good moments that i experienced and also i was pouring out all the gamut of emotions that i was feeling if i was upset if somebody took my pencil away or i don't like that girl she has lice in her hair i don't know what all whatever was going through a kid's mind i used to pen down everything and at a very subliminal level um i have been uh, always into writing because it has always uh, given me a lot of lot of happiness i find myself it gives me immense joy uh if i've even written two lines a day i mean this i feel it's something productive i've done and there is definitely in dif- a difference in the way um i behave my temperament and so people in my family get to know ki acha aaj do nahi nahi likhi hai ladki ne aaj khush hai <laughs> and so i can trace back my um inclination and my passion towards writing since i was a kid but it is very lately that i have realized that it's my calling to wow that that just took me back um, to my childhood because i also felt that way um, tahira like i was an only child for 9 years and i was quite lonely i was an introvert and i can just totally relate about being in my room and i used to actually talk talk to myself i'm very embarrassed about that now as i had nothing else to do and i also liked um, what you mentioned about you know humans evolving not just as writers but you know we evolve with time and we evolve with different stages so uh, you know i i'm curious to know what is the kind of growth that you have experienced yourself you know from the very first book that you published which is i promise and the book that you have released now and does it make you cringe oh god i don't recommend so if somebody asks me how many books you have written as i like, uh, i don't remember like who doesn't remember how many books they have written so i was like i don't want people to read my the books that i have written before but again you know i was 19 uh, when i wrote the play um, and which has been adapted into the book that i have written um, both the things i had written but it, i was fairly young and then of course uh, in subsequent years in about 2 3 years i wrote the book as well so you know i i feel that of course it's 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 an evolving it's a journey which uh, involves uh, you evolving at various stages of your life um and also you know when you're 19 or when you're 23 you function from that space and time from the experiences that you have experienced at that age and time and somehow when you're in your teens or perhaps that age uh, things are multiplied so if there's a small thing which has happened in your life you multiply it uh and it feels the effect is tremendous or probably it's it's uh, when you grow up you have experienced so many other things that you feel you know ki ye to bahut hi choti si cheez thi and that's that has an effect on the way you write it has an effect on the way you express on the opinions you have so of course given the space and time i was in and that everybody is and they do evolve over a period of time um and so have i uh, i hope for the better but it's it's a journey which we are going to all of us are going to continue for the rest of our lives for as long as we are alive we should progress and we should evolve and we should um, sort of open up our horizons to new things in life so yeah definitely and so one of the things you know uh, that i really appreciate about you and i've been following you for a while is how you're so open so i feel that you're very open on all the public platforms you have a podcast where you spoken about your own journey with cancer so we were wondering you know why this book now was it commissioned was it you know did you pitch it to the publisher how did it come about so it was a collaborative process i find immense joy in writing 
um and so um if you see every medium that has interested me um i have contributed to the writing part of it in some way or the other whether it's the podcast i've written it whether it's theater or whether it's uh, books or whether it's just writing open letters or open pieces and yes the publisher did reach out to me but i was very clear that um what i want to write it's my voice and i somehow have a take on things in a humorous way like i have something funny to say or observe and it's sort of like a you know like shakespearean comedy where there is tragedy which leads to comedy eventually i think in retrospect i got talking to chicky and then you know i sort of uh, wrote one chapter on 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 the puberty part of it which you read uh, and of course she loved it and she's like let's just make it to this whole thing about your journey and i was like absolutely so there you know there's pros and cons the pros is that it's it, there's clarity in your head you know where you're heading at you know what you face and now how you feel about it but the you know the other side the flip side to it is it it requires a lot of courage to just be so blatantly honest and i'm i'm sure you both know what i mean by blatantly honest because you have brutally honest because you have read the book and now you know so many things that i don't want to see you in person i don't want to <laughs> so 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 in a way in a way recording on zencaster is actually helpful because we are not looking at you right now <laughs> yeah it really was like reading your diary it really felt like i was reading your diary <laughs> so yeah the intention was that and to really go as unfiltered as possible because that's the way i like to uh, approach things we are constantly thinking about how people will judge us or think about us or but all that you know they'll be able to resonate with us even when it comes to the funny things or the pro- problematic things yeah i think that's what tara and i really appreciated um, in your book it was so honest it's unlike any celeb memoir that we have read and you know so we spoke to lisa ray um in our season 1 and she told us that you know she was approached to write a cancer memoir and you know recently we saw that priyanka chopra is coming out with her own uh, book her own memoir so what do you think about this trend tahira of you know celebs writing books because anyway celebs find so many mediums so many platforms to tell their stories but why the written format um i don't know about other people yeah and just uh, an author i write and i'm a filmmaker and that's what i am at and when it comes to speaking i can only speak on for my behalf and any which ways i think if uh, like what lisa has done is a tremendous tremendous job and uh, priyanka is also coming out with a book i think there's a sense of intrigue where you really want to know about these inspiring personalities you know you you sort of derive a lot of strength and hope and inspiration from people because we put all these people on a pedestal and then we think that nothing can go wrong with them and then their lives are so glorified that at times makes us feel miserable about our lives but the fact when these people come out with their own struggles and with their own stories it somehow resonates with the rest of the people and i think it only gives a lot of hope and inspiration and as far as writing is concerned of course there are other avenues for for everybody else but i think spoken word written word these are things which are etched forever it's eternal priyanka like what a tremendous tremendous journey this woman has had and she is actually called life uh, you know she's held her own and why not i mean to say if somebody has a flair for writing and can put across their things in a certain way then why not and lisa herself she has had a tremendous journey and i believe she loves books um, as much as i have interacted with her yes yes she loves she loves reading and writing 
So I think these two specific people that you've spoken about, it's totally justified. And I'm intrigued by what they have to write because I feel they both have a voice. There's more to their life that they want to share with all of us. And I guess we all are intrigued by it. Yeah, and writing a book is sort of like leaving your legacy behind. And in a way, you really feel like the person is speaking directly to you more than in any other medium. And that's why I love reading, uh, you know, memoirs and books from people that I'm fascinated by. Um, you know, especially Lisa's book was amazing because, you know, it wasn't just a cancer memoir, but it was so much more. Another thing that we really, really liked is the humor. And you mentioned in other interviews that, you know, there are not enough stories of funny women out there, women just as we are. And I find that a lot. I find that we see tropes of women all over the place, but there's very little representation of, you know, who we really are and all of our nuances. So could you tell our listeners about, you know, maybe one or two funny anecdotes that you put into the book to sort of show your personality? The funniest probably or probably I was most traumatized, honestly speaking, because it only becomes funny when the level of traumatization is at another height and level. And so uh, when I was, um, I think, 14 or 15, I was deeply, deeply traumatized with uh, my flat chest and being the last in my class to get my periods. And um, I, I really thought that um, I'm not normal. I, I insisted my mother to take me to a gynecologist who just rolled her eyes and had something else only to tell us. So we had to go from there. And in turn, um, I faced the wrath of not only my mother, but the gynecologist also. There's a sense of beauty associated with a young girl and which is all voluptuous and developed and everything. And here, forget being developed, I had not even graduated to wearing a bra. And <laughs> that was so traumatizing for me. Um, and so this is one of the chapters in the book as to how and how, how much I fret over it and what all I... I used to sing the song, which was I'm All Alone from The Ugly Duckling. So my only best friend uh, who sort of, uh, you know, both of us had each other's company, but she got it a year before me. So I hated her for that. And that left me alone. So yeah, I have many such uh, incidents. Uh, and I feel, yeah, when you talk about women and the stories, um, absolutely, yeah, I feel oh, we are half the population. And, and yet there are not many books or many movies or uh, written um, about us and the stories uh, revolving around us. And we clearly need to see more of them because we are entertaining and, and so beyond making a point, uh, which we do most oftenly. But apart from that, we do have a sense of humor and we can be quite entertaining too. Yes. And we loved uh, the way you address things like body shaming and, you know, the whole uh, puberty phase, it actually reminded me of, you know, the awkward time in school when I had acne. I had so much acne, it was like you could join the dots, you know, it was that way. And 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 I had, and for me, in, in fact, I had the opposite experience. Like I matured quite early and that was equally awkward because, you know, everyone else around me did not. And I felt so strange. I felt like an alien. When I spoke with so one of the people who read my book, she was like, I completely felt the opposite. Like you had said, I was the first one to develop. And that's an awkward position to be into. And so that's a story as well, you know, we're all so different. Yes, yes. And yeah, and women's bodies, even though we say women, I mean, every woman is different. You know, everyone has their own uh, body image, their own issues. So we were wondering if, you know, you have read any books that have, you know, come out in India that address body issues of women. I don't know about body issues as such. Mm, so, you know, I keep seeing a lot of posts and I keep reading a lot of uh, articles that keep coming up on Twitter. 
but I haven't read any book per se. Uh, but I am, but I'm very glad that people are becoming more open about uh, acceptance towards their own body image and about self love and how uh, they don't want to uh, put every themselves and other people in in molds in in one fixed mold. And that thought I can see it's surfacing. People are expressing it. Um, and uh, you know, when it comes to my interest in in, in books. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but I I like to write funny stuff. But I like to read more, uh, uh, more you know, sort of magical realism stuff, you know, towards towards um, urban fantasy and and um, towards um, how uh, mysticism and and a hint of spirituality somewhere. Any recommendations for us? Since you mentioned magical realism. Yeah, I really like how Murakami writes. You know, I really like how Elif uh, Shafak writes. They are my favorite authors, and you know, there's there's, there's a, always a sense of something mystic and magical about how Murakami writes. It's the, it's nothing that you see. The characters are certainly there, but there is so much so much of layering that there's some bit of unbelievability, and yet you want to believe in that. Um, and when it comes to Elif, um, so she is a, she's a Turkish author. I'm sure you must have heard about her, and uh, her her most popular book is the Forty Rules of Love, and how beautifully she has interwoven, you know, uh, spirituality with the modern day love story sort of a thing over the internet, writing an email and reading a book. So you know, so and that's what I really really like. Where and even when it comes to maybe like a Richard Bach, when maybe his book like like one. So you know, it's about a pilot, you know, right? He takes off and he sort of lands. Um, uh, each time, it's a new pattern, and it's about his life. And somehow, when we say fantasy and mysticism, spirituality, it doesn't sound absurd to me. I just feel there's a lot of in, lot of um, connection when it comes to me as a person. When become when it comes to humanity as such, so it's not something absurd for me or not something out of the uh, believable box. Um, it's something that I really connect with. And I like the way that you mentioned, you know, uh, um, a lot of spirituality in your book and how Buddhism has really inspired you. So how does Buddhism help you in your writing? You know, it's, it, it helps me function as a human being. So I think writing is an extension of me. Being a writer is an extension of me. And there are many other extensions like that whether it's being a mother or wife or professional or filmmaker or a writer or being a friend or being a sister or whatsoever um, you know being a neighbor there's so many roles that we play on a daily basis and this philosophy has really resonated well with me in the sense that i want to put my best foot forward when it comes to every aspect of my life become a better version of myself when it comes to every aspect of my life to shine in every aspect of my life so that really uh, resonated well with me. It's a very hopeful philosophy. It gives you a lot of hope, gives you a sense of mission and purpose. I, I, I absolutely uh, detest uh, hopelessness. I mean, of course, it can start with hopelessness, but it, when it finishes with hopelessness, I feel lost. So I, I, I don't like such books. <laughs> mm, that, that really got me thinking. So when you say hopelessness, it reminded me of Franz Kafka's work. I've never read a more grim <laughs> work when you talk it reminded about that. me. It reminded me of rom-coms because I'm like, oh, <laughs> rom-coms, yes. happy endings. Yes, yes. <laughs> something, which is, something which is light, which is hopeful. Yeah, so when you say that, you know, you find it very normal that a story is, you know, it has spiritual elements, it has surreal elements. Are you planning to write 
uh, fiction, Tahira, that really evo- uh, involves these themes? I would love to, you know, but like I said, uh, it's so funny that I write, even if it comes to fiction, I would like to write something light. Of course, I want to make a point. Um, It always will be about uh, something which has gravitas. So uh, when it comes to writing, I don't know whether I'll be able to incorporate all these elements that I like to read about. But certainly fiction is absolutely up my alley. You know, I um, love writing fiction. I love reading fiction. Um, I have written a lot of screenplays. Of course, I do intend to write someday. I don't know when, but I don't know whether I'll be able to incorporate all these elements that I love to read about. Funny, no? When you read something, you write something else. Yeah, but it's very, it's very difficult to write like the writers we love. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I really liked about um, your book and I also listened to some of the lockdown tales that you have on your Instagram account. And I really like that light atmosphere that you create. You know, it's very relatable. I, I like the way that you talk about sex and love and all of those things in the book as well. Um, that was super interesting. So we know that your husband is your first reader uh, and you mentioned a lot of personal uh, stories about him. You also mentioned that he is your creative partner. So what was it like showing him the book? Were there any edits? Um, You know, the beautiful part about our relationship is that we let each other breathe and have our own ways of expressing and having our voice of our own. And that's how I think we have both have grown ever since. And it's it actually works for us. Uh, we both have grown a lot ever since our dating days. Uh, we just can't be a replica of each other. And of course, every time I, I saw him read uh, my chapters and I could see his uh, bushy eyebrows being raised and then uh, then he sort of smiled also and kind of uh, scoffed also and laughed also a little bit. And then, uh, you know, he looks at me and he actually has an expression like, really, you had to write that too? You had to write this too? (laughs) (laughs) I saw it all there. Uh, But no, um, I think the beautiful part is we both let each other be. And so if he thought that, um, you know, this whatever I've written uh, is important for me to write. After reading this book, do you think anything is filtered out? (laughs) nothing is filtered it's an unfiltered story man the way you described uh, Ayushman's reaction is bushy eyebrows <laughs> I was it's so vivid I mean you are so good at creating uh you know such lively scenes and even in your book like I could picture uh you know the characters you know the the way the scene was playing out and one of the most funniest scenes for me was when your mother-in-law gifted you a thong. Oh my God, I almost fell off my chair <laughs> laughing. I, could, I, even, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> yes, uh, that did happen, you know, in a way. Um, she, she had, you need to read the book. Now people need to read the book for, for them to know more stuff about this episode. But it's an interesting hook for you to give them. Yes, uh, my mother-in-law gifting me lingerie for my first night. It was the most embarrassing part of my life. <laughs> One of the things that you mentioned in the book, uh, at the end of the book, is your relationship with your editor and how you guys became best friends. And I found that really fascinating because I'm an editor myself and I work with a lot of writers and I often do become friends with them. And, you know, uh, we sort of shape the book together. So I wanted to know, you know, how did your relationship with your editor evolve? So for me, uh, Chiki was Chiki who published a lot of good books, a lot of books I have read. Uh, that uh, Juggernaut has uh, published. 
um and so our association of course we're not the best of friends i'm saying but of course uh, we have become good friends and uh, we know actually if actually if to go back uh, probably even my best friend doesn't know the color of my panty but <laughs> chicky does so, <laughs> so yeah i think more than a best friend now actually uh, so i think she just and because this was about my life and she was just intrigued so she would keep messaging me and it was they were unfiltered questions and i was like chiki do you even realize what you're asking me right now i'm not a character <laughs> i'm a human being and then it went to such a to such in depth conversations and texts that ultimately she even knew my fave the color generally i'm speaking the um i have a kink and so she knows about that kink and i don't think anybody else knew about that till now now people other people also know it but uh, yeah so that's how those we became when when during the during the making of this book and and i think that is something writers have to be prepared for um, like i mean i understand that your book is very out there it's very honest but otherwise also i feel even if it's fiction you know many times um, you know readers just say uh, just ask writers so is this you are you talking about yourself but actually compliment to the writer because if they have written it so well that people think it's actually about them so i think it's it's a compliment So Tahira another thing that I really liked about your book was the title like 12 commandments for me I mean as a catholic I just it resonated with me um immediately I wanted to know how did the title come to you So honestly speaking this credit goes to Chiki and you know when so once I started writing chapters I uh, sort of outlining them and I was we were just discussing to and fro and I had an anecdote to sort of tell uh, some experience to tell from every uh, phase of my life of being a woman from being a gawky uh, teenager to even before that as a kid and then to being in my 20s and being a professional and then now as a mother so there were various stages and i think all of us most of us experience some stage or the other and so it was her suggestion you know she's like it's looking as if it's a rule book it's like some sort of a bible and then she's like do you think we should keep it 12 commandments i was like oh my god i love the title and i think you derive a lot of energy from from the title as well so each time i used to write something i used to go back to what is the title the title is 12 commandments of being a woman what is it to be a woman in india specifically no it's definitely a great title so what we wanted to know you know um, i'm sure you've had some early readers by now so what are some of the responses uh, that you're getting what are the parts that you find women are resonating to? outside my family people are elated they're finding it funny humorous uh, especially the to know something more about a person who's already uh, written about themselves or then have a kind of an inkling about them so i think it's uh, and at a, at such a uh, you know like like a brutally honest sort of a space where you actually getting inside the bedroom <laughs> also so i think it's uh, but uh, something which has caused palpitations is my family members i don't think they're very happy with whatever i've written about each one of them people who are not my family they're loving it people who are my family ha- are raising concerns wow so <laughs> you are a very courageous writer tahir and i i really hope that listeners who will listen to this episode will find that courage from you because this is one thing that i've realized like even if writers have talent even if they have ideas it's courage that they lack you know and they don't end up writing authentic stories just because of that i really wish that every household uh, gives that sort of a liberty i mean so there's no one who nobody has the right to give you a liberty you know you're a, you're an adult but uh, but the the circumstances that we live in or the society that we live in like i said it's a patriarchal society have a conducive environment uh, where 
your family members let you be let you have your voice they do we do have conversations and arguments and they do have palpitations but by the end of it they let me be which includes my in-laws as well so i think full marks to the environment that i am surrounded with and i really really wish every woman gets that sort of an environment that's why people in every space you know they should read this book so as to give wings to to women to to let them fly and let them be and uh, i think that's that's the need of the hour Yes, yes, absolutely, and and also your um short films, you know, especially your film Toffee is inspired from life. You have always been, I think, you know, inspired by stories from your own life, which is which is really inspiring. So we wanted to know when you pick books, do you actually like books which are based on life, and what would your recommendations be um to our listeners? You know, be it autobiographical fiction or memoirs. I do like memoirs but I also um I like fiction a lot like I said I, I like stories which revolve uh feminism in the way there are stories about women because I think women are really really interesting not much has been written about them and there's lots which can be written about them and you know every woman like every man has a different uh, perspective towards uh them experiencing a certain event in their life so do women they it's not everybody has the same way or same take on a given situation so we need more women writers and um, you know right now i'm trying to read a book which is called bad feminist it's by roxane gay so oh i've heard so much about it how is it i know i still have to start so this is next the thing on my list but um, yeah and i really like how chimamanda writes you know i've read two three of her books i've read alif shafaq i really like her So yeah there are a lot of uh, these writers that I am very fond and I can see a big congruent area in between all their writings is that there's a lot of their abstract but there is some reality kicked in there's a lot of layering when it comes to characters there is a female voice a strong female voice and uh, there is some sort of a, a spirituality in a very uh, believable way so i think i that's I don't know what that genre is. I've created my own genre. So, फिर किचड़ी मिक्स करके मैंने बता दी कि ये ही मुझे पसंद है। अब ढूंढो, किताबें ढूंढो और मुझे रेकमेंड करो जहाँ पर ये सब कुछ होता है। No, but I love, I love hearing you know recommendations, and it's interesting that yours are so different from what you write. Uh, it's, it was also interesting, uh, you know, for me when I read the book is that uh, both your parents so hardworking. You mentioned that. you know your parents said that if your dad would miss even one day working at the tribune it would they would act like the tribune itself would shut down yeah um, <laughs> i i i could totally relate as a middle class girl no i just i completely understood what that felt like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. i'm guessing you know your family were readers and writers so what was sort of the influence of their jobs and what they are doing on what you're currently doing because you're such a creative person i think it really comes from them to your right um you know like had it been typical parents even though my parents actually it was uh, my mother has been uh, into teaching she's been an educationist and my father of course the journalist uh, both of them the the world in which they were is a literary world uh they they read and they uh wrote but at the same time you know they really really uh, and my father is a musician too he is a classically trained singer you know i had a lot of art brimming in inside in, in my house so even if my parents were working around the clock and the luxury of really enjoying a film or really going to museums or you know really uh, encouraging art in that sense was not there because middle class like you said you can relate to they're always hard pressed on time and they're always trying to sort of save up money for something or the other 
but at the same time they let me be uh, i remember in the walls of my own room i was allowed to paint anything anywhere you know you let your child be and they never never uh, i was a very dedicated student but that pressure never came in from my parents so you know to have your middle class hard working parents not um, sort of Uh, judge you in in terms of your academics not really stressing only about that even though i have done my bsc biotechnology i'm i'm a science graduate uh, but there was no pressure from their end and they really encouraged me to sort of and in their encouragement was not no objection and like i said again middle class they don't have the time and the energy ke beta bitha ke they give a four hour lecture on what uh, you know you should be really empowered to write and uh, you know do your art <laughs> yeah art art is secondary when it comes to middle class family they don't have that much of time you know and to do all of that so their way of their way of encouragement for me was not objecting to when i wanted to pass, participate in play whether i wanted to take up theater whether i wanted to paint my walls and i'm so grateful to them because that's i i could just explore this section of of my life but i always saw them as working and so i always knew that money means a lot in th- in terms of financial stability uh, not the greed part of it but the stability part of it it's very important that after you get your education you should be uh, well if you well qualified you should be standing up on your own feet and saving every time it's like a saving account and right? so that's how middle class works so that's why for me you know i always enjoyed theater but i knew it can never be a potential source of income and i we tried to convert our theater group manchtantra into a ticketed uh, made a show and we made it a ticketed one and nobody bought tickets you know nobody was uh, ready to spend 20 bucks uh, it's not like bombay in bombay still the tickets go high you know there's cosmopolitan metropolitan city but a small town like chandigarh nobody was willing to spend money it's very tough to make a living from something from a creative from a creative field so yeah so then my energies were then focused on to really you know working and slogging i opened up my own pr company then uh, of course my happiness was not there because my interests were always somewhere else uh, and then this disconnect just started growing and then i'm just so glad and this is when you ask how did buddhism help you it just gave me so much of clarity and so much of wisdom and courage and uh, genuine compassion for my own self to begin with that started being kind uh, and receptive towards um my feelings and the things that i like to do and you know once you do that then i think the universe also helps you somehow make a breakthrough yes and and it's very heartwarming to know that your parents were so supportive because i i'm just reminded of my parents because that's exactly um, you know the kind of support they have been providing me you know they've never ever objected against my writing and that's the only reason mine too yeah i mean it's so important so we're lucky yeah that yeah, we have accepting exactly <laughs> yeah like community and support means so much for creative fields right it does it so does you know nobody lives in isolation and everybody is so connected and getting up um, you know not just uh, encouragement but approval from your family members i mean to say there's a sense of purpose then you know you find happiness i mean there's it's a it's a shared joy you write and they appreciate i mean so that's the biggest joy if your family can give you that sort of a support system so yeah so uh, we know that you have started cycling uh, during the lockdown and you said that it actually helps you see things in a different way it, it helps you creatively so was there any idea that came up during your cycling and was it ever converted into a story wow you've done your research <laughs> yes <laughs> so i took to cycling out here and you know i love stories like in the sense um 
and, and for me stories just does not mean um reading it in a book i think a picture can also tell a a, a lot of story like there's a lot of background to it there's you know even like the tree if it's there and you know it talks about what all uh, stories would have brimmed under that tree what all would have gone you know i mean to say for me frames and pictures also speak a lot of stories and so yes when i went cycling i was inspired um of course i'm an amateur photographer uh, i used my phone only to click those pictures i didn't feel like that picture was incomplete and i need to make it into a story like a written worded format for me it was complete in itself and i didn't feel the need to make it into something else uh but having said that uh, these uh, the, this kind of stimuli it always uh, stays with you at a very subliminal level at a subconscious level and it uh, sort of surfaces when you have the intention to write so these stories these photographs the music that you've heard the mood that you see and while you're cycling the kind of music that you have plugged in your ears and you see people around uh, you see you see stories in motion and all this is just for observation you know i don't want to push myself ke ab aaj bhi maine story likhni hai aaj ye ye, ye perspective mil the idea is to cherish life and of course write about it someday but that's not my everyday intention and i love that you you know you dabble in so many different forms whether it's films your podcast you know books and so much else so tahira what is next for you what is the next project you're working on there's a lot of fluidity when it comes to me and my kind of work but of course the common thread is uh, writing um and um, and also of course filmmaking so there is uh, lots which is happening about which i can't talk right now it's at a very nascent stage i shall be talking about it and announcing soon when when the time is right but yeah a lot of exciting stuff happening looking forward oh, we can't wait <laughs> Okay so we are going to have a quick rapid fire round so the very first question is directing or writing both no 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 you uh, <laughs> you can't say both <laughs> you have to pick one <laughs> so um since i can write every day and i can't make films every day perhaps then writing <laughs> nice so would you ever act in your own film oh no no i'm a terrible actor i'll no ways no ways i'm a behind the scenes person okay srk films or books <laughs> uh i can't say both no i think i think you can no? <laughs> because because it's very tough to pick we understand <laughs> both 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 theater or bollywood oh my god this this like you are uh, tearing my uh, soul apart sort of a situation because theater of course i love theater and these are my roots uh but lately i have not been able to watch as much theater as i could but i'm definitely involved in the film aspect of it So maybe films now I don't know yeah so what is your writing desk like oh i keep shifting places and in case i have taken to a corner of the house that i like to write then nobody can encroach that space and then i become like a tigress i become very very protective of my territory and it need not so even though in my bombay house right now i'm in chandigarh in bombay i do have a dedicated desk and chair but somehow i've never written there The, so this book i wrote was completely on my dining table and of course houses don't have three four dining tables they only just have one dining table and so the rest of my family had to adjust to my quirk and so for the entire span of me writing my my book nobody could sit on the dining table and eat so it was the dining table became my my space and uh, for the lockdown tales um it was a coffee table and i used to sit on the floor and i used to keep my laptop um on the on the coffee table and that's where i wrote 
after speaking with you and reading your book i'm also in love with your family you have an amazing family <laughs> thank you so thank sweet. you yes yes like like we got to know them through the book and through this conversation it's really lovely so thank you so much tahira for coming on the show it was super super interesting to hear from you and i think you know even young girls who read your book will get so much from it i certainly wish there were more books like this when i was growing up uh because you know as we mentioned it does talk about all these very real issues that haven't been put in the spotlight before so thank you so much for that thank you so much tahira yeah, thank you tahira and and for me your book was like the book of the month for me i it was oh. the biggest highlight oh my <laughs> god also thank the cover <laughs> love the cover <laughs> yes yes thank you this is so good thank you so so much you made my day What a fun conversation that was Tara it was so candid funny insightful just like her book yeah and just like her so on our next episode and i can't believe the amount of cool guests we speaking to so on our next episode we are speaking to udayan mukherjee who has literally written the first book in the canon or what will become known as pandemic literature so his book is called essential items and it's a book of short stories that covers lives from all over the country and how you know people were affected by the pandemic and fun fact i helped edit the book and it was one of my favorite books to edit so you'll find out about that and much more in the next episode also he's a very interesting person because he worked as a journalist for 20 years and now he lives in the hills and he's an entrepreneur and he writes fiction so i'm sure all of you guys will this is like a dream life trajectory so tune in and find out more Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him Tara. So as usual, we are at Bound India on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Please do send your book recommendations to us. Tara and I have exhausted our list of books. <laughs> I know that's not possible, but yes, I mean we would <laughs> we would love more recommendations. 